Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Title, Foundation. Foundation and Empire, Second Foundation. Author, Isaac Asimov. Part number six. Part title, Flight from the Mule. Encyclopedia Galactica, 116th edition. Entry, Terminus, subscript. The invasion forces of the Mule encountered no opposition when they poured down onto the landing fields of the capital. The proclamation of occupation was made 24 hours after the appearance of Hari Seldon before the former mighty rulers of the Foundation. Now only the planets of the independent traders stood firm, and it was against them that the power of the mule now turned itself. Beta, that you? Come out here. Oh, I'm so tired. Where have you been? Down to the Bureau of Production. Whatever for? Oh, I just felt I couldn't bear it any longer at the factory. Torin, morale just doesn't exist anymore. The girls are breaking down crying, and those who don't mm. cry complain, and for the last few days there have been two or three saying we ought to make peace with the mule. What, surrender? They say Terminus surrendered. And it seems to be all right for everybody except the mayor. Everything's back to normal. <laughs> normal? I know. Anyway, I wanted to see if the situation's any better on the rest of Haven, so I went to the Bureau of Production and asked a few questions. Just as bad. All over Haven. Falling production, increasing absenteeism, and a growing feeling that it isn't worth fighting anymore. Even some sabotage. Really? The chief statistician I talked to didn't seem to care much either. Just shrugged and said it was beyond him. You know what all this reminds me of? No. It seems as if all these people have that same awful feeling of frustration I had in the time vault, when Selden seemed so irrelevant. Yes. You felt it too, didn't you? I still do. If I don't resist it... And it gets harder to resist, like a voice inside your head, mm. like your own private voice. Pointless to resist the mule over and over. My lady, mm. ah, you're back. I, 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 I'll bring you some food. Oh, thank you, Magnifico. Good to see someone who's not depressed. Anyway, it may not be quite as bleak as it seems. Mies is meeting father tonight. I think they may be working out some kind of resistance. I hope so. Rest your feet. Lie back. Don't worry. Professor Meese and, and Commander Francois will come up with something. Have confidence in them, my lady. I have. Just what none of us do have, Magnifico. Confidence. Why 
mind away. I believe in the middle of the night. Don't you sleep anymore? Uh, hardly. Uh, I seem to like the night more than the day just lately. Uh, I feel better because I know people aren't looking at me, hoping they'll see some confidence in me that isn't in them anymore. Mm. Do you feel it too, this miserable feeling of inevitable defeat? Oh, everybody feels it. What can you expect? A whole culture has been brought up on the firm, blind belief that a folk hero of the past has planned everything for us, taken care of everything for us. It's quite like the old-time religious beliefs, and you know what that means. People's characters have been affected, even formed by faith in Selden. They can't change their characters, their personality. But they can't avoid seeing that Selden is no longer watching over us. So... You get hysteria, a morbid sense of insecurity, depression, even insanity. Well, you know, the suicide rate is soaring all over heaven. I know. As if we'd been leaning on Selden, and now without something to lean on, we can't stand up straight because our muscles are atrophy. Yeah, that's it. Atrophy. Well, how about you, Mies? What about your muscles? Well... <laughs> A lot weaker, rustier than I'd imagined, but not atrophied. Now, the pursuit of my profession has resulted in just a little independent thinking. Do you see any way out? No, but there has to be one. Seldon's projection... Look, Seldon failed to guarantee us against the mule, Fran, but he didn't guarantee defeat either. Seldon's just out of the game now. We're on our own, and the mule can be beaten. How... By attacking in strength, where he's weak. Where is he weak? Well, that I don't know yet. But he must have a weakness. No. Look, friend, the mule is not a superman. He is a mutant. Well, a mutant doesn't mean superman, usually the opposite. Look, every year, throughout the galaxy, there are several million mutants born. In the vast majority of cases, their mutation is imperceptible. The rest, whose mutation is obvious, almost all are defective in some way. Freaks, if you like. It's an absolutely minute number who have any advantageous mutation. It doesn't matter how minute the number is. If the mule is one of them, one is enough. All right. Let's suppose he does have some attribute, probably a mental attribute, which can be used to his advantage, even to the extent of conquering other people, even other worlds. All right. Maybe he can see in another dimension. Maybe he can read other people's thoughts. All right. It's almost certain that he'll have some corresponding deficiency, balancing his extra ability. I don't know why, but nature seems to work like that. And if he didn't have some serious fault or weakness, he wouldn't be such a recluse, so frightened of showing himself. In that case, we've got to keep working on the mule's crown. Mm, it's useless. I'm beginning to think he may have been brainwashed, specially, so the mule could use him as a pretext for that first attack on the foundation. Either that, or he is naturally simple-minded, or both. Anyway, it means I must work at what facts I have. And there are some strange anomalies there. Huh? Such as? The mule smashed the foundation fleets almost at will, right? Mm. There were desertions, surrenders, finally a complete breakdown of the will to resist. 
Now, the fleets protecting Haven and the other enclaves are much weaker than the Foundation forces were, yet there'd be no desertion and no retreat. Only the mule's first use of the extinguishing field against the atomic defences of Neymar, only that, really worked for him. He's never used it successfully against any trader planet since then. And yet against the Foundation forces, it worked again and again. Now, why? It just seems illogical. It can't be illogical. There must be some factors we're just not aware of. Treachery? No. No, but look how easily he took Terminus itself. And yet there wasn't a man on that planet who wasn't certain of victory because of the Selden plan. Who would betray a side that was certain to win? Yes, but now we're certain to lose. And if the mule had a thousand weaknesses, I still can't see any way that we can... Do you think Haven can resist the mule? Yes, we can. We can, but I don't think we will. I'm pretty sure that before long, I'm going to be the only one left on the governing council who doesn't want to surrender. Mm. That's why I asked to see you, Reese. I want you to leave Haven while there's still time. (laughs) Fran, I... You are the Foundation's greatest psychologist. You're our only chance of defeating the mule. You can't hope to do that from Haven. Well, I think that you should go to what's left of the Empire. To Trantor? Yes, to Trantor. The Imperial Library is still there. And I think that there there just might be something in that library, some knowledge, some technique that might help you to break through Magnifico's empty memory. But Magnifico would never go without Beta, and Beta wouldn't go without Torrin. I've arranged a ship that'll take you all. Ah. Will you agree to go? Yes, but, frankly, as I said, I think Magnifico's memory is a dead end, a permanent vacuum. Maybe, maybe. But there is another reason for going to Trantor. It's where Selden lived and worked, where he planned the foundations, both of them. There is another foundation at the other end of the galaxy, if the myths are true. Now, the library might contain some evidence, some clue as to where it is. That's the most important part of the mission. Selden might not be of any use anymore, but we could still get help from this second foundation if we could find it. It's our only chance. You must find the second foundation. Foundation Intelligence, now Captain of Liberation Movement. Sit down. There. What's the plot, Devil? You, if you're not who you say you are, or who you think you are. Who are you? My name is Oram Pally. I gave the code. I know. You are Han Pritchard. The question is, are you still you? What? Sit down. Thank you. 
Do you remember Levar of Group 3? Of course. He led the attack on the Almond's factory. He's with the mule. He's what? Together with Gare, Knopf, and Wallach. So why not Pritchard? What does it matter? If they have Knopf, they have my name. So it's really you who are in new danger, not me. If you have no organization here, where can I find one? The Foundation may have surrendered, but I have... Sit down, Pritchard. Look, you can't wander forever. Men of the Foundation need travel permits to move around nowadays, you know that? And identity cards, do you have one? And all the officers of the Old Navy have been ordered to the nearest occupation headquarters. Have you obeyed that order? No, look, I'm not running through fear. I was in Calcutta not long after it fell to the mule. Within a month, not one of its officers was at large because they were the natural leaders of any revolt. We know that no revolution can be successful without the control of a good part of the fleet. And evidently the mule knows it too. Anyway, I threw out my uniform and grew this beard. I hope perhaps some of the others have done the same. We can meet and act. Do you want my advice? If you have any. I don't know what the mule is up to. But until now, he hasn't harmed the skilled workers. Pay rates of sword and the production of atomic weapons is growing every day. So the mule is going to continue his offensive. Perhaps. Maybe he's just soothing the workers into submission. <laughs> if Seldon couldn't work out the mule with psychohistory, I'm sure I can't. Now, you're wearing work clothes, right? But I'm not a skilled worker. But you have a grounding in atomics. Yes. Well, that's all you'll need. You go to the nearest atomic field equipment plant and tell them you have experience. They won't ask questions. They need all the workers they can get to help with the profit. They'll give you an identity card and workers' accommodation. With that, you will not be questioned. And you can wait until the opportunity for action occurs. Well? All right, Pally, I'll do it. But remember, I'm not a worker, I'm a soldier. And I won't wait forever. I've wasted in that factory and I could have been doing something. What? Look, I'll tell you. Sit down, preacher. No. You've been in that factory, not wasted for three months. Time enough to be ready to do a bit of private work. What private work? I want you to make a bomb, a very small atomic bomb with time control that can be held under the tongue, right? Under the... <laughs> <laughs> Whose head are you going to blow off? Yours. We've located the mule. He's in the ex-mayor's palace. Now, you've been there and know the layout. In fact, you've been in the mayor's private office. Yes. Richard, this is our only chance. The mule has upset Selden's plan. One man, one mutant, has upset all Selden's psychohistory. If he had never lived, the foundation would never have fallen. If he ceased to live, it would not remain fallen. Pritchard, the mule must be destroyed. Come on. Come on. Keep coming. Keep 
to spit out that foolish parrot. It will make it so much easier to talk. It has been neutralized. Hmm. Now do sit down, Captain. So you are the mule? The mule? Me? Oh, dear, no. Oh, oh no, I'm just a humble servant, officially known as a viceroy. How did you know I was here? We know everything, Captain Pritchard. You know who I am? Oh, indeed we do. The mule's been looking forward to meeting the man who stole his crown. He rather admires you. Unfortunately, he's absent at the moment, leading the fight against the independent traders, but that shouldn't take long. Hmm? And he will be pleased to hear of your arrival. Now, I do hope your conversion won't be difficult. My conversion? Yes, to the mule. <laughs> you won't convert me. Oh, no, I won't. The mule will, if you don't volunteer of your own free will, that is. Either way, you'll soon be back in active service again, out in space. And not as humble captain either. You will be General Han Pritchard of the Galactic Army of the Mule. The mule will not convert me. But why not? Don't you see, all he's doing is speeding up the Selden clan. He is the fulfillment of the plan, just a little earlier than Selden calculated. Instead of having to wait for another 700 years before the dawn of a new empire, the mule is doing it now. Just imagine, Richard, one great unified galaxy, galactic peace and prosperity forevermore. Oh, yes, only a fool could fail to be converted to such a worthwhile cause. Oh, take me, for instance. I was a stubborn fool before. I was independent, yes, what's called free, but not satisfied. Never satisfied. Now I'm a perfectly contented man, a servant of the mule. You don't recognize me, do you? Should I? Well, you should, really. I know I look different without all the armor and the jewels, but we have met. A couple of years ago. On Calgon. Warlord of Calgon? That was me. I was a loud-mouthed provincial warlord, and you were an underpaid, undervalued intelligence officer. And now I am a loyal viceroy of the mule, and soon you'll be the same. A loyal general, a contented man. Oh, Captain Pritchard. I tell you, we are very fortunate men. Torrance, hmm? 
I'm getting something on the headset. Switch in the main system, will it? What channel? Green 11. Have a special announcement. By order of our master, the mule, lord of the galaxy, it is announced that at 07 today, the planet Haven, previously in futile opposition to the mule's will, finally submitted to our lord and master. The surrender was unconditional, and apart from a few isolated and suicidal groups, it was warmly welcomed by the general public. All the citizens of Haven are now freed from their ignorant provincial overlords, free to be the servants of the mule and citizens of his galactic empire. Praise to the mule, citizens. Praise to the mule. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm truly sorry. It lasted longer than the Foundation did, anyway. I'm sorry, Peter. Sorry. My lady, Professor... Yes, what is it? The scanner screen, Professor. Hmm? The rear view has picked up an object. Come and see. Uh, <laughs> see? Hmm? There. What is it? Oh, it's a single spaceship. Bigger than we are. Gaining on us, too. And we're at maximum speed. Yeah. Well, let them come alongside. There's no point in making them suspicious. Uh, slow everything down. They'll be here in <laughs> seconds, the rate they're traveling. This is Patrol Ship 7 of the Felian world. Here on the space territory of Felia. Identify yourselves immediately. Aware from the periphery, just on a... Trantor sector. Purpose Oh, just a pleasure trip. Mm. Open your main hatch. I'm coming aboard. Thank you. How many crew have you? Just the four of us. Yeah. Travel documents? Well, we have none. So you have no permit to cross Philian space? We never intended to come anywhere near Philian. You have a qualified navigator. Yes, but no charts. I see. Well, that's an offence, of course. Who is your navigator? I am. Come with me, please. Where to? To my ship. I can give you a travel permit there. Fifty credits. And a good chart, too. A hundred credits. And, of course, you'll have to pay a fine for division navigation resulting in trespass. hundred credits. Mm. Come on, it'll only take a minute or so. And that man, too. Me? Why me? We've had reports of piracy in this area. Your appearance is similar to one of the descriptions of a man wanted for questioning. I shall have to check you through our computer memory. My lady. Go with him, Magnifico. Everybody knows you're not a pirate, so you've got nothing to be frightened of. He'll be back within minutes, then you can continue your voyage. Goodness, that's over here. Uh, what happened, Torrent? What did he say? I bought a 50 credit visa, paid a 100 credit fine, and he sold me a chart of the whole sector. They're hmm? still following us, keeping at a distance. Yeah. Magnifico, what happened to you? Oh, no, nothing, Professor. They may have been standing in front of a screen for a moment, but that was all. I know one thing. That wasn't the Thelian ship. It was a Foundation ship with a Foundation crew. Foundation? Yes, the mule is following us. It's impossible. It's a Foundation ship, all right. The panels, the engine tone, all the equipment was Foundation designed. But then... 
Why didn't they just blast us? Yes. Why let us go? Professor, yes? if I might, I wasn't going to say anything for fear of seeming foolish, but as we were leaving, I saw a man watching us from the control room. I think he was a commander. Our escort from here bowed to him, and I think it was the man who arranged our escape from Kalgan. Han Pritchard? Pritchard. But he stayed to fight the mule. Yes, my lady. But the mule has ways of changing a man's mind. I may have been mistaken, of course. Uh, Torren, are they still behind us? Yep. At a distance, but still following. Right. Now, do everything you can to lose them. Right. The mule is looking for the same thing we're looking for, the second foundation. And he's hoping we'll lead him to it. So lose them, Torren, now. Encyclopedia Galactica, 116th edition. Entry, Neo Trantor. Situation, two parsecs from the crumbling ruins of Trantor, the old galactic center of power. During the century after the sack of Trantor, it became the seat of the last dynasty of the First Empire. It was a shadow world and a shadow empire, and its existence is only of legalistic importance. Thank you, Your Majesty. Ah, you're usually addressed as Highness. Oh, I'm sorry, Highness. We know you provincials have rather rough manners compared to ourselves. Quite natural, really. Uh, this is my son, the Prince Dagobert. Highness? He's addressed as Your Majesty. Uh, Your Majesty. Hmm. Are you married? Yes, Your Majesty. Happily married. Very, Your Majesty. Pity. I like you. You can't have everyone, you see. Go hunting or something. Get some fresh air and healthy exercise. We wish to discuss important matters with our visitors. Run along. <sighs> All right. I could make you happy, though. He's a fine boy, don't you think? Headstrong, perhaps a little too much ruled by his emotions, not quite enough by his uh, his brain. Still, we were young once. Once. Now, uh, what are we saying? Oh yes, important matters. Oh, will you, uh, will you all be seated? Sit about, will you? Uh, thank you. Uh, yes. Ah. Uh, well, why don't you tell us? Uh, oh, dear, my memory. He's a simpleton. So many rulers are, my lord. Highness, the purpose of our visit is a very simple one. Oh, good. We don't like complicated things. Highness, we came to beg a favour of you. Mm -hmm. 
We want to visit old Trantor. Old Trantor? He used to have a palace there. And then we came here. Can't quite remember why. Yes, Highness, we're interested in visiting the Imperial Library on old Trantor. Library? What was it before? We're scholars, Highness. We're interested in knowledge, old and new. Oh, you surprise us. We have always found that old knowledge is very tedious stuff, and what little new knowledge has come our way has always seemed equally tedious, but rather more dangerous. Still, still if that's what you want. Yes, yeah, it is, Your Highness. Do we have your permission to visit the library? Oh, certainly. Probably covered in dust, though. Nobody's been near the place for ages. It's much more fun going hunting or dancing, you see. No, we don't suppose you do see you. Strange people, you provincials. Is that all you want, though, just to visit a dusty old library? That's all we want, Highness. Well, off you go, then. Off you go. Oh, oh. Uh, first, uh, important matters. Yes. Uh, well, tell us about, uh, a little about the state of the galaxy. How are things in your part of our empire? Ah, hmm? uh, well, everything's as you might expect, Pipes. Oh, good, that's a healthy sign. <laughs> change is a change for the worse, eh? Eh? Yes, Lord. And you, my dear, which province are you from? From the Foundation, Pipes. Ah, yes. But, uh, whereabouts is that thing? Our empire's so large, you see, that even we are not always quite clear about the outer fringe, so to speak. But do tell us more, my dear, about this foundation place. What's the hunting like there, eh? All the girls as pretty as yourself. You like a buxom girl, you really do. You tell us, my dear. You tell us. Uh, um... Well, um... Silly old man. <laughs> he never heard of the new. Or anything else, really. He actually seems to believe the old empire still exists. Yeah, I rather like the royal weed. Yes, you? and the way he kept dropping off to sleep. Does the mule use the royal we magnifico? Oh, no, my lady. The mule says, I. I, 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 I. Well, come on, let's get to the ship. Yes. I want to get to work. Stay where you are, all of you. I'm usually addressed as your majesty. Do you usually threaten guests with a needle gun? It's not the first time. <laughs> you think I'm as simple as my father? Well, I'm not. I'm going to be Dagobah the tenth. And I'm not going to wait much longer for that old fool to make way, either. And when I am the emperor, I'm going to rebuild this empire. I'm going to get it all back, all of it. I won't just be a feeble-minded figurehead. I'll be a real ruler, a real emperor. What's this got to do with us? <laughs> Nothing to do with you, old man. Or with you. Or that spindly clown there. Mm. But as for you, 
Get away from me. Stay away from her. Oh, don't be shy, girl. I'll be good for you. I'm strong, healthy, rich, and I'll be powerful, too. I shall be the emperor, and you, well, if you're very good, you can be the empress. Now, what do you say? <laughs> Disfigure him a little. <laughs> now, what have you got there, Clark? Oh, this busy solo, your majesty, that's all. Can you play it? Yes, your majesty. Would you care to hear? Well, it might make my lady more friendly. What? Music? Oh, well, yes, your majesty. This is no ordinary music. It can change people's minds. All right. Play me something. Play something nice for the girl. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. You like it, girl? Cover your ears, my lady. I'll take his gun. What? Take the gun and throw it outside. Professor, help me with the body. Torrent, take the lady. Put it outside. Outside. All right. Uh, yes, that sound magnifico, that terrible sound. Yes, I, I'm closing the hatch. God, I still can't hear properly. I'm sorry, my lord. I couldn't get him without some effect on you, but you'll be all right in a short while. It was aimed at him, not you. But what was it? It was a traditional piece, my lady. I learnt it when I was a child. It is the music of death. You mean he's dead? Yes, Professor. But how? I don't know. I'm only the ignorant player, Professor. Magnifico, did he have to die? Oh, yes, my lady. He insulted you. Are you angry with me? Not angry. Just... Well, I'm grateful. Thank you, Magnifico. I'm happy to repay a small part of my debt to you, my lord. You saved me before. Look, we don't have time now. Torren, take the controls. I want to get into that library. I'm sure that's where the key to the second foundation lies. We come in peace. In peace be it. You are welcome to the hospitality of the group. If you have hunger, you shall feed. If you thirst, you shall drink. Come with me. And so we moved to new lands when I was ten years old. The great metal slabs of the glory that was Trantor were uprooted and thrown aside. And there below was the soil, which had to be turned and freshened, invigorated. The neighbouring buildings were torn down and levelled, others were turned into living quarters. It was hard, but we prospered. What about hydroponics? Surely for such a world as Trantor, they would be the mm, answer. No. Hydroponics need a world of industry, and especially a great chemical industry. Mm. And in war or disaster, when industry breaks down, the people starve, no... 
The earth is still cheaper, still better, still dependable. But can you grow enough food? Enough. Perhaps monotonous, but enough. We have fowl that supply eggs, and we have milk yielders. But our meat supply depends on foreign trade. Trade? What do you trade? Metal. We have an infinite supply in every conceivable shape and size. They come with freight ships from Neo-Trantor, demolish an indicated area... Which gives you more growing space. Exactly. Then they leave us in exchange meat, food concentrates, farm machinery, and so on. And both sides profit. I presume that the university itself has not been uprooted, demolished. The university grounds are a static area. We farmers do not grow crops on it. We do not, by preference, even enter. The university is one of the few relics of former times we would prefer to preserve intact, untouched, undisturbed. Don't you allow anyone to enter? No one here has the desire to do so. But we are seekers after knowledge. We would disturb nothing. No. And we would leave our ship as hostage. Very well. You will sleep tonight, and tomorrow I will take you there. Encyclopedia Galactica, 116th edition. Entry, University of Trantor, subscript. During the great sack of Trantor, the university remained untouched. After the collapse of the imperial power, the students formed a volunteer army to protect the central shrine of the science of the galaxy. Throughout the seven days' conflict, when even the imperial palace was overrun by the forces of the rebel Gilma, an armistice kept the university sacrosanct. And so it remained. Then you feel anything? Yes. Seems as if the studies and researches go on, despite the emptiness and we're disturbing the work. <laughs> anyway, that mustn't stop our work. I think the cataloging rooms are through here. That's where I start. What do you want us to do? Oh, nothing. There must be no, something. I can only do this on my own. I want you, Baker, to cook for me. I'll eat in the library while I work. Magnifico will stay with me to fetch him carry, my lord. And to make sure you eat. Yes, my lady. You think you'll find what you're searching for? Torren. I know I'll find it. Now, let's see. There's nothing here. Hey, let's see if we go. Oh, give me the next one. Yes, yes, yes this one. Hello? Mm. No, what, what is it? What do you want? There you are. No, what do you want? I'm busy. He's very busy, Tom. Yes. Well, I just... Hmm? Look, me, it's been here three days now. Well? 
You can't study microfilms all day, have you? No, I can, and I will, and I must. Taran, listen to me. I must concentrate all my energy on this problem, my entire being. The Foundation has fallen, Haven has fallen. If a mule wanted to, he could take the old empire too. I have to find out how he can be so successful. I have to find the second Foundation before the mule's forces take Trantor, this library and everything. The evidence is here. It must be here. And I think I'm beginning to get somewhere. It's all right. I know it's important, but at least you should eat some meals occasionally. It's magnificent. We must see you take some rest. I do try. Professor, is that strong yes, 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 yes. I'll eat the food, I promise. But please, leave me alone now. These records are very fragmentary. Some of them are even in code. I had to concentrate very, very hard to guess at the gaps between documents before I can make any progress. I need to be alone to have any chance of success. Yes, I'll, I'll leave you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. You coming for some fresh air, Magnificent? Uh, no, I think it's more useful here, my lord. Yes. Well, I'll see you later. Yes, 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 yes. Now, where, where, where did I put that film? Here. Huh? Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> what would I do without you, Magnificent? <laughs> right, now, set up the bureau. Yes, Professor. see sense, but the old man's as stubborn as, as the mule, I suppose. It just works, works, works. And Magnifico sits with him like a very eager pet dog. Torrin? Yes? Do you have a feeling that something isn't quite right? That something dangerous is close to us? Yes. But it's only a feeling... Intuition. Anyway, what can we do if anything is threatening us? Nothing. Nothing at all. Pritchard! Yes, don't be alarmed. Please. This is just a social call. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm not much of a welcome for an old friend. How did you get here? I followed you. In that so-called Fillion patrol ship? That's right. Sir Magnifico was right. You've gone over to a mule. Yes. But I would like to retain our friendship. Oh, friendship. <laughs> oh, well, be stubborn then. But your idea of the mule is very biased. He destroyed my home planet. No. Nothing was destroyed on Haven because it surrendered. Everything's the same as it ever was. The people are quite contented. Pritchard, what do you want here? What are you doing? Following you. Just keeping an eye on you. Those are my only orders. You're hoping we'll lead you to the second foundation. I'm not hoping for anything. Just carrying out instructions. Follow, observe, but do not interfere. Uh, may I uh, sit down? Thank you. Preacher, what has the mule done to you? How can he convert people so easily? Uh, well, your knowledge cannot harm him. The mule is able to change a human being's emotions, not his intelligence. Intellectually, I'm quite free. But he can adjust the emotions. He can abolish doubts. He can give you a feeling of confidence in yourself and in him. I feel better now than I ever did when I was free. Now, believe me, 
And you would enjoy life a great deal more if you just stopped resisting, stopped trying to be different. If you let the mule look after you, he will. I'm not trying to trick you. I'm speaking as a friend, as someone who wants to help you. It's painful to me to see the way you're wasting your lives, tormenting yourselves with questions, doubts, when really all you need to do is forget about yourselves. Just help the mule to help you and everybody else in the galaxy. You'd better go now, Pritchard. Instead of being here, waiting, wondering, frightened, you could be back on Haven or the Foundation with a good home, a family, perhaps. Pritchard, get away from us. Get out. I'm going. But if you change your minds at all, I'll be waiting. You can call on my help at any time. You will find the mule is not so ready to forgive and forget. Doran, I'm frightened. You're tempted, aren't you? Yes, of course I am. But I'd rather be free than be just one of the mule's creatures. Magnifico, pass me that tape, would you? Yes. Do you know, I, I don't know what I'd do without Magnifico. He's really becoming a first-class research assistant. He should have been a librarian of the clown. Yes, you haven't had a word we've said, have you? No, certainly I have. Every word. Richard told us how the mule wins his victories. He can control men's emotions, which means their will to resist him. Don't you think that's important? It is very, very, yes. Yes, very. It's just that... Well, Magnifico and I'd rather come to that conclusion ourselves, haven't we, Magnifico? You had, Professor. No, don't be so modest. Without your moral support, I'm sure I'd be no nearer the answer now than when I started. Are you saying that you knew all this? But yes. Hadn't I told you? It's quite simple, really. Just a third-level equation of psychomathematics. I mean, after all, just ask yourselves, what were Selden's original assumptions, eh? Firstly, that there would be no fundamental change in the nature of human society over the next thousand years. Right. Now, suppose, for instance, there'd been a major change in foundation technology, a perfection yes. of electronic neurobiology, say. That would have meant enormous social changes and Selden's original equation would be rendered obsolete. Or imagine that some new weapon had been developed outside the foundation, something the foundation couldn't match. Now, that, too, would have caused a ruinous deviation from Selden's plan. But nothing like that did happen. However, there's a second assumption made by Selden. He assumed that human beings themselves would remain the same, that human response to stimuli was basically constant. Now, granted that his first assumption proved true, then this second assumption must have broken down. Otherwise, the Foundation would not have been conquered. No. So, some thing, some factor had twisted or broken the emotional responses of human beings, especially their will to resist, to fight their preference for self-government rather than government by someone else. And what factor was there but the mule himself, do you see? Yes, I do. Well, it's quite simple, really. I, I can't think why I didn't see it much earlier, but then that, that's true of a lot of things. Ever since I've been here, my mind is... Becoming clearer and clearer, problems seem to vanish. 
I give full credit to Magnifico here. He seems to be my good luck charm. Just by being here, he seems to be inspiring me. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyway, the nature of the mule's mutation is no longer very important, really. What we have to do is to find the second foundation. You see those? Yes. What are they? Those old films, Vader, are the records of the great psychological convention presided over by Selden himself. It was at that convention that the two foundations were established. You've read them? I've read the summaries so far. There's yeah. a lot of rather specialized language used, but... Basically, they're very clear and open about everything connected with the first foundation. What about the second? Ah, that's the thing. Hardly a single reference. You mean it doesn't exist? Of course it exists, but its location, its purpose, its significance, not a mention. Do you see what that means? What? It means that the second foundation was thought to be much more important than ours. The second foundation is the really critical one, and the mule has no idea where it is. But neither have we. Well, quite. But I think I'm nearer than the mule is to finding its location, at least. The mule has only defeated the first foundation. He hasn't defeated Sheldon. <laughs> There's something wrong here. What do you mean? Both Pritchard and me say the mule can control human emotions, don't they? Yes. That means he can make people serve him. He can make them fear him, admire him, or even love him. We saw the evidence of that with Pritchard. Exactly. And if the mule can control a man like Han Pritchard, why didn't he control Magnifico? What? Han Pritchard fought against the mule. He was an enemy, but now he's his slave. Magnifico was his slave, but he ran away. Why? Why didn't the mule control him? I don't know. Look, I'm going to ask to meet you. I'll get Magnifico out of the way. Tell him to help you with some investigation somewhere else. Meese must know why the mule didn't condition his clown. But he was conditioned. The mule may need faith and trust from his generals, but in his clown he only needed fear, pathological fear, which the mule found comic and helpful. Help. It distorted everything we got from Magnifico. His description was coloured by pathological fear. In any case, his information be of no importance now, anyway. The only important thing now is the second foundation. And I'm close to the truth now, Beta, very, very close. He's driven himself beyond all physical bounds. It's only his mental energies that maintain him. As soon as the mule is mentioned, or the second foundation, he is lucid. He, he glows with strength. But his body won't stand it. It's only the food Magnifico makes him take that has supported him for so long. My lady, my lady, the learned professor is ill. He calls for you. Come, please, come at once. <laughs> Say nothing. Let, let me speak. I'm finished. The work I pass on to you. I've kept no notes. No, I must not. 
remain in your mind. No, listen. The first foundation was the world of physical scientists. The concentration of all the sciences of the old empire, except psychology. No psychologists were included. That's important. That's the clue. Yes, yes. The second foundation was a world of non-physical scientists, the sciences of the mind and the emotions. The exact mirror image of our world. We have physics. They had psychology. Now, our foundation was scientifically vigorous. It could equip armies, use weapons, but what about a mental attack from a mutant such as the mule? You mean Selden intended the Second Foundation to be able to deal with that? Yes, I am certain of it. But they've done nothing. How do you know they've done nothing? Well, what evidence is that? None. None. But remember, they would be a developing, growing world, as we were. I don't know if they're aware of the danger or if they've developed enough yet. But if they are part of Selden's plan, then surely they must defeat the mule. Not... They're not ready. The possibility of an error of timing on Selden's part is quite large. Because of the complexity of two different isolated foundations. If the mule attacked before they were ready, or before they were even aware of the danger, then the future would belong to him. And the mule's empire is not the answer for humanity. It would break up with his death and without the continuity of either foundation, mankind would fall back into the millennia of chaos which Selden tried to avoid. What can we do? Listen, I know where the second foundation is. Yes. It has kept it secret and you must keep it secret. You must warn them. Do you hear me? Well, yes, but I... Well, the second foundation is... Beta. So a mule did get to you. Now he controls you. No, Torren, no. I had to do it. I suddenly saw the answer to all the questions that have been plaguing me. I couldn't see the reason for the calamity that followed us. Wherever we went, disaster struck, but always after we had just left. Why? We are small, insignificant people. We have no part to play in political upheaval. But someone with us had a very big part. You killed Ebling Mies because you believed he was the mule and had found the secret of the Second Foundation? I killed Ebling Mies because he had found the secret of the Second Foundation, but not because he was the mule. I killed him because he was about to tell the mule. Yes, my lady, yes. Yet with all my cleverness and forethought, I made a mistake and lost so much. You were the cause of that mistake, my lady. Since my birth, I have been tormented, hated, shunned because of my looks and my strangeness. I did not understand either until I grew up 
and then I found that my appearance was like that of many mutants, but my strangeness was different. No mutant before me could control another man's mind. I had power, power to make up for the miserable position of my early life. I reached out tentatively at first, and then with growing confidence, my control grew, but always through other people. I won Kalgan and a navy. Then I found you. You controlled me on that beach, made me protect you. Would you have risked your life for a grotesque clown you had never seen before without a little mental strengthening? So we reached the foundation with Pritchard, and then I met Ebling Meese, the key to the whole campaign. First, he gave me a busy sonar and arranged for me to give concerts all over the foundation, arranged to gather together great audiences with receptive minds for me to play to. It made it so easy. Secondly, with my mental drive behind him, he was obviously capable of duplicating Selden's work. I drove him to the limit. He was dying, but he would have lived long enough to find the second foundation. Then the last battle would have been fought and won. But for my mistake. You say my wife caused this mistake? Your wife was the mistake. She liked me. She was neither repelled by me nor amused by me. So I did not tamper with her mind. I cherished the natural feeling too greatly. I controlled you, Torren. When I went on board that Philian ship to adjust Han Pritcher, who was a prisoner on board, you challenged nothing. You accepted my explanation without question, although it was full of fallacies. But I did not want to control her, ever. Now I must find another Ebling miss. I must start my search again for the second foundation. And you will never find it. The second foundation will defeat you because it was created for your defeat. The psycho-history of Hardy Selden will sweep aside your mean and petty dictatorship without pausing for breath. Thorin and I believe that, and we are happy to die in that belief. I won't kill you or your husband. You cannot hurt me further, and your death would not bring back Ebling Miss. Go in peace, for the sake of what I call friendship. But I am the mule, ruler of the galaxy, and I shall defeat the second foundation. No! in the wisdom of Selden. You shall be the last of your dynasty as well as the first. Of my dynasty. Yes, I had thought of that often, that I might establish a dynasty. I sense your revulsion. If things were otherwise, I could make you very happy. An artificial ecstasy but indistinguishable from the genuine emotion. But things are not otherwise. I call myself Mule, not because of my strength, obviously.
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.